With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. The number of young quarterbacks under the age of 26 starting this week was so plentiful it nearly gave Jerry Sandusky the strength to escape prison just so he could watch NFL Red Zone burn up. Also, the NFL has a serious officiating problem. This Sunday, a devastated Keanu Neal was flagged for throwing his helmet to the turf after suffering what is most likely a season-ending Achilles injury. 15 yards for being upset your season is over should not be a flag. Neal got 15 yards for getting hurt, but this rippage of Miles Sanders' head was not flagged. The girl in the exorcist's head did not spin that far around. No flag there, though. To complete the trifecta of hogwash, Emmanuel Sanders was flagged for holding. When you can see here, he violently punished the Packers' defense, and that negated a Broncos touchdown. But fuck it. Let's recap NFL Sunday. Anyway, that's a good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Today's episode is brought to you by Harry's Razors. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's and claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. I use Harry's Razors because my neck fuzz isn't going to shave itself. Harry's provides quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade, and they keep prices low by cutting out the middleman and not with their razors. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. Do not sleep on the Bills, who are 3-0 after defeating the Bengals 21-17. If you do sleep on the Bills, Ed Oliver might sneak into your bedroom and give you the, the biggest, cuddliest teddy bear hug you so desperately need. Last week, we had Baby Bill breaking her first table, and now this. How do the Bills go from having dildos thrown onto the field to becoming the most lovable, adorable team in the NFL? Uh, Credit Josh Allen, who hangs around all game and, when it counts, comes through with this pass to Bills tight end Dawson Knox, who stiff-armed and used his shoulder to plow his way through incoming Bengal Tigers like he was a poaching rich dentist or the owner of Jimmy John's. You know a dude is a badass when you're not sure which part of his 50-yard gain is most impressive. That, plus a Josh Allen scramble, set up a Frank Gore one-yard touchdown run to give the Bills the lead. The Bills' defense sealed the victory, though, with the Tredavious White interception. The Trey and Tredavious White obviously represents the Bills' Trey wins. Careful, though, Bills Mafia. The last time you started out 3-0 was in 2011. 
And just like this year, the Jets in 2011 started out 0-3, and you both finished 6-10. So go beat the Patriots next week and avoid a cruel joke. The football gods are obviously trying to play on you. Cowboys beat the Dolphins 31-6. Everyone is wondering why Alan Hearns' former teammate Jeff Heath tried to kill him with the ferocious headshot like this. My question is, why is his current teammate Josh Rosen trying to kill him by throwing that ball into a death trap? The refs could have thrown a flag on this play. Not on the defense, but on Josh Rosen for attempted murder. Or the lesser 10-yard penalty, conspiracy to commit murder. The Cowboys only won by 25 points and allowed Miami to pull off a very sloppy flea flicker. So it looks like the Cowboys have finally been exposed as pretenders, becoming the first team to not beat the Dolphins by 40 points in 2019. Vikings crushed the Raiders 34-14, and all Kirk Cousins had to do was be better than Derek Carr in this game. Sorry, when I hear the the word Carr and Cousin in the same sentence, it uh, reminds me of my first kiss. I know that's a slippery slope, uh, which is what Cousins must have been playing on when he fell for no reason here. However, Carr out-cousins him with a ghostly, terrible interception. I think Dalvin Cook has to be considered a top three running back in the NFL with another 100-yard game and a rushing touchdown. Cook, though, might want to thank fullback C.J. Ham, who opened some running lanes by forever associating trauma with the word ham, like when he laid out Garyon Conley. Conley could become the first guy to have PTSD triggered just by ordering a sandwich at Jimmy John's and not after eating there like the rest of us. And you thought that Jimmy John's reference earlier was out of left field. Patriots 30 to the Jets 14. Antonio Brown was in New England for roughly one week, but many players said it felt like six weeks, three days, and 13 hours. His erratic behavior clearly got to Bill Belichick, who showed mercy. What was the final straw with Antonio Brown? Yeah, we're focused on the Jets today. Thank you, coach. Not before the game when he treated another reporter like human garbage, but during a football game he showed mercy and put in backup quarterback Jarrett Stidham, who immediately threw a pick six. Down a scary 16 points, Belichick had to put Brady back into the game, even though it was already in the bag. The bigger news in this game was that Edelman left with a rib injury and never returned. He had a chest x-rays, which came back negative which was a positive for the increase in one-handed grabs by Josh Gordon. And next week, New England will face the undefeated Scrappy Bills in the first real game of the season for the Patriots, I guess. Lions, 27. Eagles, just 24. They lose. Not only did the Lions get their second win of the year, they were the first team to return a kick for a touchdown this season. 100 yards by Jamal Agnew. I've watched that play and this carry-on Johnson gymnastics-like touchdown several times, and I don't know which one is more masterful. I think carry-on's play, who clearly channeled his inner carry strug to score. U.S. gymnastics reference, anyone? This game had an amazing finish. You could say Detroit really stuck the landing after Matt Prater's foot nearly betrayed them. Again, Carrie Strug, guys? Detroit avoided certain death, or even worse, the possibility of another tie when Malcolm Jenkins' field goal and return was minimized by a block in the back on the play. 
I didn't see the penalty, but if I assume it was bullshit, will anyone bat an eye? The Ravens lose to the Chiefs 28-33. This is Lamar Jackson having a bad game in 2019. A scramble and an ill-advised cross-body throw and a lucky completion to Willie Sneed. If you didn't know what the word Sneed means, this is it. He Sneeded that ball away from you even though it was clearly yours. As amazing as Jackson is athletically, he did struggle in the passing game against Kansas City. I was really hoping he would outplay Patrick Mahomes, but Mahomes lit up a good Ravens defense with three touchdowns and 374 passing yards. I think if Lamar Jackson has the time to mock an open Mark Andrews mid-play, he has time to complete the touchdown pass to him. And everyone is already talking about the rematch of this game in the playoffs, which I support, if it means we get one more Justin Tucker dropkick. Damn, Falcons lose 24 to the Colts, 27. I like both teams. Matt Ryan struggled early, forcing me to get back off the Falcons hype train. That train, man, is like murder on the Orient Express, except they just murder my football credibility instead of Asian prisoners, like I assume happens in that movie. Jacoby Brissett started the game perfect, 16-16. And I love what Frank Reich is doing right now. I love that Jacoby Brissett is having success. The Colts defeating the Pats, though, in the first round of the playoffs would be the greatest thing for the NFL since social media not being invented until Michael Irvin was done playing for the Cowboys. Saints beat the Seahawks, 33-27. We forget that Pete Carroll is old. Like, really old. And before the game, he got hit in the face with the football, which required three butterfly bandages on his nose. Drew Brees was not at the game. He wanted to be there, but was aggressively rehabbing his thumb, according to reports. So, I guess Drew can do this on, on the sideline. <laughs> hey, look, I'm aggressively rehabbing my thumb. <laughs> Oh, I can't travel anywhere, guys. My thumb is aggressively rehabbing. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I did that. I love Drew Brees. Now, if you can't figure out why you love Alvin Kamara, let me show you. It's because he does incredibly impressive football things without breaking a sweat. Nobody makes it look more effortless than Kamara. Kamara was the leading rusher and receiver for the Saints. Also, psychic Tony Romo returned. I'm looking at the edge over here. You he might fake it to him and keep it. That's a lot of the defender on that side. He's keeping it. Great call, Tony. The Giants 32-31 defeat of the Buccaneers turned out to be the game of the week. Daniel Jones, rookie, may have been coached like a Manning. He may look and sound like a Manning. Hell, he may even fuck like a Manning with way too much foreplay. It's like, just snap the ball and score already. But, but he runs like, like an Alex Smith, pre-injury Alex Smith. Now Jones gave the Giants their first touchdown with the rush in the second quarter. On that TD, Jones reached a top speed of 19.47 miles per hour per next-gen stats. He was responsible for two of the top four fastest runs by quarterbacks today. The highest, highest honor a white quarterback can achieve. 
Now, Mike Evans brutalized the Giants' defense. He had three touchdowns and 190 receiving yards in a loss. My guy, edge rusher Shaq Barrett, obliterated Nate Solder all day. Four sacks for Shaq Barrett, including what we all thought would be a game-ending strip sack of Daniel Jones. But fucking hell, Daniel Jones, without Saquon Barkley, who was out with an ankle injury, is actually going to let Dave Gettleman have the last laugh. Jones scored the game-tying touchdown with his legs. Two rushing TDs for Jones. Eli has seven for his entire career. Again, the Giants defense could not cover Mike Evans, who gave drafted kicker Matt Gay the opportunity to win the game with a 34-yard field goal. As expected, the Matt Gay kick was not straight. And the Giants get their first win of the season. And stop blaming the kicker, okay? Stop blaming the kicker. There's nothing he can do. He was born that way. A missed field goal is not a choice. Now Saquon Barkley in his crutches from his high ankle sprain hopped over to celebrate the victory with his teammates who apparently already forgot about him. Even with the crutches though, he looks like he could still beat Eli Manning in a foot race. Texans defeat the Chargers in what turned out to be a shit show. Deshaun Watson has a terrible offensive line protecting him, but does that matter if you are a magician playing quarterback? Would have been cool if he completed the pass after this, but this sack escape was shockingly good. Jordan Atkins uh, had his first two NFL touchdowns for Houston, while the Chargers only got 36 yards out of Austin Eckler. Maybe the Chargers should make a move for a running back. If only the Chargers had a back you could use in any situation to help them win. Like a Melvin Ingram as a running back combined with a Josh Gordon, but as a running back. Much like Mike Evans, Keenan Allen finished with stacks of yards and touchdowns and nothing to show for it. Kyle Allen balls out in the Panthers 38-20 defeat of the Cardinals. I would like to believe Kyle Allen is really good, but taking advantage of a Vance Joseph defense is like taking advantage of an Ed Oliver-sized teddy bear with a picture of Lindsay Lohan's face taped to its head after you've both had a few too many. What, it was my sweet 16. How was I supposed to know she'd spiral out of control so quickly? I was trying to rebound after my car cousin thing. Anyway, Dante Jackson had two picks for Carolina, including this second one where he jumped roughly 50 feet in the air, or 50 Kyler Murrays for scale. Kyle Allen, like Daniel Jones, was responsible for four touchdowns. He threw all four and completed 73% of his passes, so let the quarterback controversy in Carolina begin. 49ers rub out a victory over the Steelers, and Dante Moncrief was inactive for Pittsburgh. Really earned the honor, too, of paid time off with his five drops in two games and seven yards on uh, three catches. Can you smell? What the nuns? Minka Fitzpatrick, though, in an attempt to show how grateful he was to the Steelers for rescuing him from Miami, grabbed an interception in the first quarter. And wait, he wasn't done. Then he forced a fumble on Raheem Mostert. The only, and I mean the only thing Fitzpatrick couldn't do was tackle Kyle Juszczyk, who tossed him away like the sack of potatoes he still eats every day to keep him built like an indestructible beefy man. How was Mason Rudolph? Well, 
He was way better than the five total turnovers the 49ers had in this game, but not nearly good enough to get the Steelers a win. And finally, Sunday night football, the Rams and the Browns. One issue in this game for the Browns was play calling, which Freddie Kitchens addressed. Uh, I should have run it once. Should have ran it three times. I was being facetious. I should have run it one time. And it looks like Baker Mayfield could have scored a winning touchdown here with the run, but instead was picked off in the end zone by John Johnson. Or as he's known on the streets, toilet penis. Cooper Cup did have two touchdown grabs for the Rams, or as he's known on the streets, British car and small bowl-shaped container for liquids typically having a handle guy. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you want to talk about football or look at pictures I post on Instagram, you can do it there. Uh, this week three. And I'm already getting, these videos are hard to do. <laughs> this is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.